Loving kindness and meditation. 10% happier self-care journey. Today is February 25th, 2020. So loving kindness can be one of those words that for many people can feel a bit mushy, you know, um, a bit fluffy and cloudy and (laughs) lofty even, depending on who you are. But it's one of those words that, it's one of those concepts, you know, that really does hold a lot of value, no matter who you are, whether you're man, woman, child, dog, cat, frog, fish. (laughs) But loving kindness, though, you know, is something that's really important. And even though, like I said, people can feel like it's a bit mushy, it's it's very practical, you know, and very important. So that's what today's session is about. We're going to dive right into it. Thank you so much for hanging out. Loving kindness and meditation. So let's start with a definition. Definition of loving kindness, tenderness and consideration towards others. Tender and benevolent affection. Tender kindness motivated by or expressing affection. Now, all three of those definitions, they came from different sources. That's why (laughs) the word tender was repeated so many times. But kindness motivated by or expressing affection. All of us could use a bit of it, and it's highly important. And I want to also say this kind of as a little bit of a sidebar. You know, I'm a guy, obviously. And um, I guess you could say sometimes in our culture, you know, concepts like this, guys don't either see as manly or see as something that they could use. Um maybe seeing it like a a feminine kind of characteristic or something like that but nah it's not what it is (laughs) and that's just a little sidebar for anybody that might be feeling that way it is very important there's no different you know compassion patience love all these things and the world needs more and more of it we can never use enough of it and it's something that really shows your maturity and shows your evolution and development Hey, James. Hey, Marianne. Thanks so much for hanging out. Loving kindness gives you resilience and an inner resource to hang in there for sustained amounts of time during challenging situations. This results in being happier, healthier, and more successful in life overall. And, you know, hey, Jewel, thanks for hanging out. You know, they say these are science studies actually show that you know people tend to live better happier healthy and more overall successful lives success in different areas you know relationship career you know um hobby and you know just anything that they do with the more of these traits that are expressed so science shows it (laughs) It's not just a theory. It's not just, you know, a lofty or fluffy idea. The science shows that having loving kindness in increased amounts results in being happier, healthier, and more successful in life. And it gives you the resilience to hang in there. 
So one way to practice this kind of thing, uh, to kind of put in your bag, so to speak, is to practice silently repeating certain phrases like, may I be safe, happy, healthy, live with ease, etc., or may others, and to have well wishes in that way. We're very familiar with this because we are, this is something that we do pretty regularly. Um, but the science shows that having that kind of empathy and compassion towards yourself and others, it affects your mood, it affects your mindset, it really affects your activities and how you go about things, which thereby affect the outcomes you know, of your activities, the outcomes of your transactions, of your communications, of your moving and shaking. You know, and so this is why this is important. And I like to talk about it this way because it's not a lofty idea. It's not a supernatural idea. It's something that's coming from a, some other fantasy land. Like this is really practical. You know, when you think differently, you move differently. When you move differently, then your circumstances, you can, there are times, there are times when you have no control over this, no matter what you try. But there are times when this kind of thing directly affects your, your circumstances, your relationships, these kind of things, the happenings of your life. And then there's still serendipity. So shit happens. <laughs> and I just like to always give that balance because, yeah, I don't think it's healthy getting too lofty and too head in the clouds about this kind of stuff. There's a very practical application and definition of it. And then we need to know that life is also life. So sometimes, you know, things just happen and you can't control them. So this is another thing I like about this uh, that was pointed out. Loving kindness is attention training. The goal isn't to force a feeling, but to be open to other positive ways of seeing things. Compassion is a skill that you can practice and increase, just like increasing muscle flexibility and stamina by exercising daily. You know, same thing with loving kindness and all these other traits, patience and you know, equanimity and empathy. These are these are things that you can practice. Hey Carl, hey Edith. Thanks for hanging out. James, I will definitely do that. Marianne, hey my friend. Think when everything went good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. And thank you all for hanging out with me for a few. Um I like the fact that this is training. It's no different than training in the gym. It's no different than, you know, getting your daily exercise in. You're just exercising here. You know, you're exercising your brain, you're exercising your emotions, you know, and that kind of thing. So to know that is really inspiring because it means that there is hope really for damn near everybody, you know. And I say damn near because, yes, there are some people who's, who suffer from certain kind of... Uh, illnesses and that kind of thing that really really distort their perception to the point where they can't fit in with normal or regular society and the regular flow of culture and that kind of thing but that's the extremely small percent everybody else can be rehabilitated through daily practice and the goal is for that daily practice to be things like this where you can practice a little bit at a time a situation at a time and be able to gain these kind of skills and increase them. The world needs more of it, so it's best that we all exercise. <laughs> hey, Darrell Pulley, Carl, thanks for hanging out. So loving kindness is attention training, and the goal isn't to force anything, but to just be open. By just being open, it allows you to actually 
start for these things to start making uh, making sense, like as far as how they show up in you and how you experience them, because you don't have to force them. You know, sometimes when if you think about it for a second, and I was just talking about this the other day, you know, I think the answer to all the world's problems is education and exposure. And I was talking to a friend about how to increase empathy amongst people who are racist or people who see things in a very jaded and negative way. And I realized that the thing was continue to take them stories of other people, continue to show them the stories, continue to help them to understand that they have to be willing. Can't do anything about that. They have to be willing. They have to be willing. Can't do anything about that, right? So you can't take a, uh, you know, you can take the horse to the water, can't make them drink. But the point is to always provide the water. The point is to always invite. Invite like this via conversation. I was telling somebody this the other day, and I'm going to see how many people can agree with me on this. That's on this uh, live stream. So, you know, I'm a proponent of all of us that have something positive and productive to say and like really something to say, some knowledge to bring to the table. We should speak up as much as possible on these mediums like social media and use our outlets to do that. The reason why is because who's who's the, the loudest mouths in the equation most of the time, especially when it comes to this kind of medium? The people that are loud and wrong and don't know what the hell they're talking about and talking out the side of their face. Here's the thing. I can't even knock them. They're taking advantage of something that if we want to change perspectives and that kind of thing, then we have to enter the conversation and actually be just have the same amount of volume and quantity in the conversation <laughs> as anyone else. So, you know, I say that to say that, you know, that's what this is about. And that's what this conversation is about. Um, but increasing empathy, I realized that sharing stories. Hey, Doc. And Darrell says, congrats, man. You look so healthy. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, I'm going to tell you, man. Self-care is a mother. <laughs> a, a nurturing mother. <laughs> Self-care is a nurturing mother. Darrell Pulley says, thanks for the confirmation. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. And let me know how you all are doing as well on your journeys. So how to increase empathy. The way to increase empathy is to continue to talk, 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 talk. The reason why is because we're all human beings and even those that have the most jaded perspective can relate to certain things because they are human beings too. Whether it's them directly or someone that's close to them that they know, eventually the way empathy happens is that you hear a story and you might hear a million different details, but all you need to hear is one that you can sympathize with and ultimately empathize with one that you can relate to and then all of a sudden it brings it close to the home it allows you to step out outside of your jaded perspective and look at it in a different way now that you still have a choice you have to want to do that so you know that that's the step that it takes but uh you know i say that to say that that's why this is so important and why it's so important to practice this way and talk as much as possible those of us that feel like we really have something positive to say so last but not least, as far as the, the points for the day, the goal with this practice is to look at ourselves, others, and the world around us from a different angle. This is intentional, purposeful, experimental, creative, and even though at times it's challenging, other times it can actually be quite fun. I actually have a lot of fun with 
concepts like looking at people's uh, situations and empathizing with them is actually fun for me to do that. You know, it makes me really, really feel good about being able to extend gratitude and empathy towards someone. Um, it allows me not to get upset with them. I had I had a lesson with this in a relationship a couple years ago where I was just like, I have empathy for us both. And I realized that if the person had empathy for us both, then it would allow them to be able to deal with things a lot better in the circumstances that we were in. And so, but I realized at that point, like, oh, this is why I'm able to be so calm and even tempered and have such equanimity and composure and that kind of thing. Oh, and this is another important point that I didn't I didn't put on the notes. In fact, if you're following all, along right now, I am pasting the notes to the chat. I just did it. And those are the notes for you to have for you to copy and store them somewhere or refer back to everything I just said. One of the most, and this will be the take home point for the day, or not the take home, but the, the final point for the day. One of the most important things about loving kindness like I said uh, from the beginning, is that even though it might feel a little mushy, a little fluffy, it's not as very practical. The second piece to that equation is that, you know, this is something that you don't really expect to, you know, if you if, if you're if this is something that you don't experience, you don't expect it to experience it right away. You expect to practice it and be gentle with yourself. And, and measure your progress, not your perfection. But here's the deepest and most important part. This is not naivete. This is not, hey, Janetta. Janetta says, thank you. Thank you, Janetta. Ralph, thank you so much for hanging out. This is not naivete. And this is the most important thing about loving kindness, compassion. You know how we say these things sometimes can be uh, mistaken as weaknesses. Um, it is important to know that these things are not naivete. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden you don't see things in a clear way and you're very passive and you're very like head in the clouds and nah, like you don't allow anybody to treat you badly if they're treating you badly. You know, you don't allow yourself to be in situations that are triggering. You know the situations that are triggering for you. You don't allow yourself to be there. You remove yourself as soon as possible. If you can't find a place of peace and composure within it without the circumstances changing around you. So this is not about being naive. It might look on the outside that it might look from the outside like you're being passive or naive just because all hell is breaking loose around you or somebody's coming at you with some kind of thing or there's some circumstance where, you know, it could go another way and you're you're remaining at peace and just kind of really under, being understanding of the uh, opposing the opposing party or the opposite side of the equation you know and i i point that out because i think that and i'll just speak for the 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 masculine aspect of it. i'll speak for the you know the male community the men you know it's like a lot of times we are we're really reluctant when it comes to this kind of stuff because of the fact that we think that it actually is weakness or naivete or delusion or being green, you know, and, or one of my new words for the day, um, we think that it's veridity and it's not veridity. It is not being naive and being green. So, so important. I'm a man who's, who is... 100% a man who sits here and says today to you that like these kind of uh, emotions 
aren't girly. They aren't naive. They aren't like these things. They are, they're actually the exact opposite. And that's what I like about what they were talking about in this course. They're the exact opposite. They actually exhibit strength, you know, to be able to be vulnerable, to be able to be, um, to experience loving kindness and express it, to show empathy, to say thank you, to say hello, to, you know, give somebody a smile. And like, these things show strength, not weaknesses, but, you know, coming up in our culture, we come from times where in certain communities, these kind of traits were shunned. And all it did was create people who did not know how to deal with their emotions, who had a lot of stuff backed up inside of them that wind up doing like the oak tree in the midst of a huge storm versus the palm tree. This is something I put up a while ago. In fact, I'll repost it on Facebook after this. You know, the oak tree is a very strong and solid and sturdy tree. And that's a that's a big old virtue, except for when it is all chaos around it, when it comes to something like wind or like a, a like a serious storm. The palm tree is much thinner and doesn't have anywhere near the capacity as far as the, the foundation. Right. But the palm tree survives in the heavier storms and the oak tree splits straight down the middle. Why is that? Because of the fact that bending helps you from breaking. And so being emotional, being vulnerable, expressing your feelings, showing loving kindness, crying, like these are things that show strength, not weakness. Because the truth of the matter is if you aren't able to express those things in a healthy way, then when things get tough and you try to stand strong, you eventually crack under the right amount of pressure. Whereas the whereas though the palm tree is able to bend and bend with the wind so that it doesn't crack. So we got to be palm trees out here. <laughs> we got to be able to express all characteristics of um, of traits like kindness. You know. We have, to we have to express just as much loving kindness with intention and with total presence as we do sternness, you know, as we do being stern and, and when, it's, when it's appropriate. So anyway, I could talk about this stuff for hours because it's, it's a lot of fun to me. But that's the session for the day today. Um, usually I would do a meditation to close out, but I got to get ready for a business meeting so i'm gonna go ahead and end um this meditation that you heard in the background this panel meditation is my own original composition it's called Achilles meditation it was written for a friend who transitioned last year and when i wrote this for her it really brought her a lot of peace she said um during her time so it means a lot you know for me and so this is available on my project, Key Reflections. You can just Google it, Aaron Hill Key Reflections. It'll come up everywhere and you can add it to your playlist in your streaming service of choice. If you already you know, have one like Spotify, Apple Music or something like that. Um, I think that's about it. I'm going to read a few comments and get on out of here. So thank you all for watching. Hey, Alfred. Hey, Janetta. Janetta says, I appreciate loves embracing comfort continuously through mediums just like this continue blessings brother that really made my day janetta thank you so so much thank you so much and i hope you have a happy happy tuesday and a happy rest of the week
So, yeah, that's about it for today. If you all want to help to support me to continue to make content like this, look for the info in the comment section, or if you're watching this afterwards on YouTube, look for it in the description, and you can help me continue to make this content. And other than that, peace, and as always, be well. Go out there and be loving to someone and show some loving kindness. Take care.